0: You are listening to a special edition of the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast. Our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed, is preaching a series of messages entitled Feast Days of the Nation of Israel. It is our prayer that these live recordings will be a blessing and an encouragement to you, our radio listeners. Before
1: Pentecost, there's always been a church. I mean, There always has been a church. Uh, We read there the church in the wilderness. I mentioned that. That's referring to the nation of Israel. They were the church in the wilderness. And the word church means uh, basically assembly. It's connected with the word synagogue, which synagogue has the idea of assembling together. But the difference between a synagogue, the way the Jews were used to, and the church the way we understand today is that the synagogue was a congregation But the church is a called-out assembly. That's a big difference right there. We are called out of this wicked old world, amen, to assemble before God. And what makes the difference between an Old Testament way of things and a New Testament way of things is that when they assembled, they were not the body of Jesus Christ. The only way to become a member of the body of Jesus Christ is to be baptized by the Holy Ghost. The first time that has ever happened in the history of the Bible is at Pentecost. And prophetically, we see here in verse 17, the typology of what that means. And the Bible says, Ye shall bring out of your habitations two wave loaves of two tenth deals. They shall be of fine flour. The fine flour represents the Jewish person. And then the Bible says, they shall be baking with leaven. No offense to you Gentiles, but back in these days, Gentiles weren't right with God. So the leaven represents the Gentile person. This is the only offering of all the offerings that leaven is allowed in the offering. You You don't put leaven in an offering. Why is God allowing this in Pentecost? Why didn't He allow leaven in any other of the festivals or in any other of the offerings? Why only here? The reason for that is because this is a prophecy of what was to come when the Jew, who is the fine flour, and the leaven, which is the Gentile, they are mixed together, they're baked together, they become one together, amen? And they're way before the Lord. That's why we got Jew and Gentile, we're one in Christ. The whole book of Ephesians is talking about that one body, right? The whole book of it. According to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 6, the Bible says that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body. You see that? We're not just talking about a local church now. I'm all for local churches. I'm absolutely, I'm a local church man. I think you already know that. But we're not talking about just a local church here. We're talking about some Jews and proselyte Gentiles in the Feast of Pentecost. They're coming from all around the world. They're coming, and they're coming to this festival in Jerusalem. And for the first time in history, I mean, in the first time in history, we got Jew and we got Gentile becoming one in Christ. What a miracle, right? So that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body, and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Philippians 1.1, Paul and Timotheus, the servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus, which are at Philippi, with the bishops and deacons. Colossians 1.2, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ, which are at Colossae. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And then in Galatians 1.22, And was unknown by face unto the churches of Judea, which were in Christ. So in other words, in every one of these churches, these local churches, there's a common denominator. You know what it is? We're in Christ. Amen? Bible-leading Baptist churches in the Indianapolis area Uh, Each one of them is a local uh, called-out assembly. Praise God for that. But the common denominator is we all was baptized into one body. We don't see that one body at one time. Maybe the closest that we ever do get to see anything like it is at a tent meeting where you had 10 churches gathering together. But one day, all the churches. And what about the backslidden Christian who doesn't go to church. And what about believers that are in foreign countries that are not even allowed to assemble? Do you know that during the Roman Empire, it was a death penalty to assemble to ecclesia? Do you know that? The death penalty to ecclesia, to assemble. It was a death penalty to be baptized. And that's why Hebrews tells us Not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. It wasn't that they didn't want to go to church, ladies and gentlemen. It's because they were fearful of going to church because they were fearful of having their heads cut off.
0: You are listening to a series of messages preached by Dr. Freed entitled, Feast Days of Israel. If you would like to have a copy of this series in its entirety, you may call us at 844-644-4426. Now, if you're calling to receive this free MP3 CD, or if you have questions about who Israel's true Messiah is, that number, once again, is 844-644-4426. Or you can go to our website, www.hopeofisrael.net There, you can find archives of each broadcast and an in-depth list of over 150 prophecies that the Lord Jesus fulfilled in the Holy Scriptures. That web address is www.hopeofisrael.net And now, here is the remainder of today's broadcast.
1: Now, let me ask you this. (laughs) They're putting this mandate on this COVID thing. You and I know it's idiotic. You and I know it's just a stepping stone to the Antichrist. You and I know that. We ain't going to be here, but nevertheless, we don't like to see it. But what if they pass a law saying, we are not going to allow these bigoted Bible Baptists to assemble. And if they do, we're going to put you in jail. Would you be here today? How many would be here today for fear? How many would be here today? Then let me ask you this. What if they pass a law and say, well, we're not only going to put you to jail, but we're going to execute you. Well, first take the pastor. They always take the preachers first. And we're going we're gonna to execute your pastor. They're going to execute the preachers. Do you have enough Holy Ghost boldness to still assemble? Now, if you're smart, you'll assemble, but in secret. Who says this is the church anyway? This is a church building, but glory to God, it ain't the church. Amen. We're the church. And we can meet anywhere if we have to. They met in the dens and the caves. They met down there in the catacombs. Amen. Come on now, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't think we're close to something like that, you got your head in the sand. I'm telling you, there are believers in other countries right now that are fleeing for their lives simply because they named the name Jesus. And they are not complaining about it. Just for the record, it irks me to no end that we left our brothers and sisters over there to be executed by the Taliban. The big mistake they made about the Taliban is they didn't terminate them all. Every single one of them should have been killed. Every single one of them. We left the enemy there. I I like a little American history. I like old Douglas MacArthur. They didn't like him, but I liked him. Old Douglas came into Japan, remember that? And the emperor had to humble himself before Douglas MacArthur. Can you believe that? And for the first time in Japanese history, the emperor had to humble himself and say he was no longer divine. That's what changed Japan. They became democratic. Douglas MacArthur brought in thousands of missionaries. Amen. Printed millions of Bibles. Japanese got saved by the tens of thousands. Amen. Japan has never been the same. That's what we should have done in Afghanistan. That's what we should have done uh, in Iraq. Islam is an illegitimate ideology that covers itself with a facade of a religion. Now, we... Public schools in America. They're forced to teach the five pillars of Islam. That's why I'm a homeschooler. If you're not, I understand. You may not be able to or whatever, but try to get them into a Christian school if you can. Get them out of public school if you can. I'm not trying to be critical or heartless about it. I know there are situations, there are schools in the mountains of North Carolina that still teach the Bible, and I'm glad for that. We're in a mess. I'm I just trying to cover some of these things. The Bible says in Ephesians 1, and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, the church. Now there's a difference. That's why grammar is helpful. It's, it's, it's good to know a little grammar. It won't hurt you a bit. There's a, such a thing as a definite article. That means that there's only, that, that's it. That's a proper noun. It, it is a definite article. There is, you know, the Christ. That means he is the only one. Give me an amen. The king of the Jews. He's the only king of the Jews. Are you hearing me now? And there is the church. And there's only one church. Because as you study the church, the body of Christ, the bride of Christ, the wife of Christ, they're all the same thing. They're synonymous. I mentioned already I, I kind of have fun when I'm preaching about this. I don't know why. I enjoy it. Ephesians 1 verse 23, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. You cannot say one local church is his body in totality, the fullness of him in the fullness of totality that filleth all in all. You can't say that about a local church. But you can say that about every single born-again Christian and ever got born again and ever will get born again and one day we'll all be together. You know we don't emphasize the invisible over the visible. The invisible has no relevancy. One day it will in what is known as the rapture.